Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson, host of the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. You know, here at Rising Above, we are huge believers in the importance of community, and we know how challenging that it can be for our special needs families to be in community with other families. So that is why we offer community groups that meet via Zoom. And we have groups that meet all throughout the week. We have groups for moms, for dads, and for siblings of individuals with special needs. And we also have a group that meets every week for our friends who are adults and have special needs. Now, you may not think that you can have real community through a computer screen, but trust me, you can. Now, it's, of course, more fun when we can all meet in person, But I am personally in two different Rising Above groups, and I can tell you that there are deep friendships that have been made in these groups, and I see parents every week encouraging each other and cheering each other on, and it is just so important for us to be with other people, other families who get and understand our lives. So to find out more about our community groups, just go to our website or go to our app, and you can find all of them listed there. And we would absolutely love for you to join us for one of our groups. We have a great episode for you this week with my new friend and fellow podcaster, Kim Albrecht. Kim is a Southerner transported to California via the Midwest, along with her husband and two teenage daughters, the oldest of which has level three non-speaking autism. She hosts the award-winning Loma Special Needs Podcast, where over 100 expert guests have been interviewed on topics relevant to planning the future for teens and young adults with disabilities. Each show deep dives into a single issue for 12 episodes, and she's covered disability housing, transitioning from school to adult services, financial planning, safety, technology, health, and so much more. Now, while Kim is not in the trenches of parenting, you can find her hunting sea glass or hiking on a trail, or you can find her on Instagram. She's very active there on her Instagram, Journey to Loma. And that's the word journey, the number two, and then L-O-M-A-H. And we'll, of course, have all of the links listed in the show notes where you can find out more about her and the amazing work that she does. We had such a fun conversation, and I know that you're going to love getting to know more about Kim and her family. Kim, thank you so much for joining me for the Rising Above podcast. I am so glad to finally meet you. I've heard about you for years. I've heard about your podcast. I've heard about, yeah, and I am just excited. I can't believe this is the first time we've actually had a conversation. So I know. I've been chomping at the bit to talk to you. And uh-huh. listeners, it's funny, before we hit record, I like Becky, we kind of had to like focused and it was like oh wait 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 we have to like record like save just started chatting. <laughs> like, like save it let's save it for the podcast how many times did I say that like in this con- the pre-conversation I was like no wait wait let's talk about that let's talk about that in the podcast let's wait wait till I hit record so I am so glad to finally meet you and um yeah I think we're gonna have a good conversation here with Alan Adele can't wait yeah can't wait to chat so you are joining me from sunny California. I'm assuming, is it sunny today or, you know, sunny? Yes. 
Yeah. It, it's almost always sunny, except we have what's called rainy season, which, which is like what, two days, really, like two days like, worth. Yeah. Rainy season is two days. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then, I mean, it literally does not rain from March until October, but it, it, it doesn't rain. It's wow. just always sunny. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that here. We, we have rain <laughs> and rain, you know, spring rain, but it does make things beautiful when you have that rain. So that is, that is a good thing, but I am so glad to finally get to meet you, have this conversation. And I would love for you to just share with our listeners a little bit about you and where you live and about your family and your girls and, to share with us what you want us to know about you. Hmm. Oh, what I want in, you to know. In an, yeah. And like an <laughs> elevator pitch, you know, like the, the quick. Yeah. Okay. So only the good things you all, of course, all the- <laughs> of course, only, only that's all that we share on these podcasts. We don't ever share the, the, the ugly, you know, only the good things. Well, I don't know. We may get into some ugly today. We, if could. we-, we, could. <laughs> we could. That is true. Well, let's see. I, um, I'm actually a southerner at heart. Okay. Um, so, From where? Cause you know, South I'm Carolina. South Carolina. Well, you know, I have my, my Southern, um, drawl here that I speak with you don't sound very Southern though, Kim. I, I can pull it out. I, I can pull it out of me, Becky. Uh-huh. Like, if, you, if y'all want to hear it, I, I can. Hey, you got a y'all going there. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're so, a yeah. Southern, Southern girl. So I call myself a Southern girl who's been transplanted to California via the Midwest. So kind of jumped around all over the place. Been all Mm -hmm. over the place. You have been even in the South, Midwest, and then out in California. Okay. So what's your favorite? If you're honest, you know. Oh, oh, okay. You know what? There are aspects of each that are my favorite. Um, I love the diversity out here in California. I love the ethnic diversity. I love the cultural diversity. Um, It's unlike anything that I've ever experienced before. In the Midwest, um, I loved the, um, like just the honest, like I I felt like that's a place where your roots go down and you like hunker down and you do life with people. Like we, we were doing some hardcore life with Mm. our people in the Midwest. And in fact, when we came to California, it was really confusing to us about these fences. Like everybody has like a backyard with a fence around Mm. it. And I didn't, didn't forget that. Yeah. 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 Like, why are these fences everywhere? Um, but you know, we, in the, the Midwest, we were definitely, um, you know, knew all the neighbors and just hunkered down and did life. And then you know, my Southern years, that was when that was 22 and younger. So the culture of like, I mean, football, you can't. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Like live, breathe, die football, you know? Yes. Yeah. People don't get that out here. They don't understand why I'm setting my alarm because of the time change. I have to get up at 6am to watch Mm. ESPN game day on Saturday mornings. And I am, I am there with my coffee on the couch at 6am watching Curb Street talk about, you know, how my bulldogs are going to play that day. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm in Tennessee, so Tennessee fans, you know, here, so quite, quite a rivalry there, (laughs) but um, well, tell us about your daughters and, and your, your family. Yeah. um, Okay. So two teenage girls, um, we are, where are we now? We're like the 15, 17. Hmm. My 
oldest being the one that introduced me to the uh, the world of disabilities, her diagnosis came early. Um, I mean, prior to the age of three. And currently she would be considered as having level three autism, right? which in layman's terms, you know, simply means her support needs are pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, she's non-speaking, but is somewhat proficient with her speech generating device. Um, so that's been fun to kind of see that get better and better through the years. And um, yeah, so that's Miranda. Um, and then her sister is a freshman this year. So she has lived her freshman year, mm. COVID style, yeah. zooming from the bedroom. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Because out here in California, we're, I mean, we're still, we're You're recording locked. in April. Yeah. Yeah. We're, she we're gone back open. to school. That's yeah. We've, we've been open for a long time. So yeah, I know in California, you all are still pretty locked down. Yeah. that She hasn't, she hasn't stepped foot on campus yet. Um, wow. And here we are in April, but um, exciting next week, they are going to start a hybrid. So she'll, she'll get to um, go two days a week. So we're kind of excited for her to start her freshman yeah. year. But at the same time, we're grateful that we had an extra year. It seemed mm-hmm. like perfect timing mm-hmm. um, before the boys start coming and the, you yeah, know, all, all of the, that, yeah. all of that. I feel like we kind of had an extra year mm-hmm. to hold her close and yeah. hopefully pad everything that she'll need before she starts to launch into more mm-hmm. independent. So those are my two girls. There's your two girls. So what, what does your day to day look like? You've got two girls, You've got one with special needs. You've got your daughter mm. starting, you know, high school, but you're zooming. And so what, what is day to day like for you? Well, I'm hoping that this answer will change in the fall. Mm, so yeah, the true. answer right now is I have been, um, even before COVID, I was homeschooling Miranda um, as of February, 2019, we, um, she was doing really, really well, um, in the public schools until the high school years hit and, um, a a variety of circumstances, rapid regression. We ended up pulling her from the public schools and that was February, 2019. She's been home with me now for over two years. Um, so we had a little head start, and it's not something I want to do. (laughs) Right. I hear you. Yeah. (laughs) At all. So, I mean, right now, right now for the last two years, my days have revolved around being, you know, curriculum design and carrying out all the, I mean, all the things that, that listeners, you guys have been doing and did do when COVID hit. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just two years over two years into what that looked like for all mm-hmm. of us, but we're hopeful that in the fall, she will be able to go back um, to an MPS, a non-public school. And that then my days will hopefully look like um, maybe a little more me time. Yeah, a little more breathing room. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little less of all this disability this, yeah. stuff in my face all the time. It's like, day oh, to day, you know, take a little, yeah, have a little, have a little respite there. Yes. Yeah. 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 So thank you, teachers. Any teachers listening? <laughs> oh my thank gosh, you. we love thank you. you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Please come pick up my kid. The address <laughs> is. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, now you have a podcast. You are a podcaster as well. And 
tell what made you decide you wanted to start a podcast? Because you don't, you know, you, it's a lot of work. People don't really realize the work that goes into putting out a podcast. It's not, it's, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. So what was it in you that was like, I want to do a podcast? Um, I never said those words. I want to do a podcast. Okay, there you like, go. It just like happened. It was one of these things where the idea, and then five weeks later, we published our first episode. Wow. So we started publishing, um, I don't know, was it 2016, 2017? It was right before the big podcasting boom. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. at the time, there were only a handful, maybe yeah. five disability podcasts mm -hmm. out there. And now it can probably be its own genre. You know, right, I, feel like I think so you too. Can, yeah. Yeah. So we were kind of, you know, in there before the big wave happened. And um, we, I had a website, I had a you know, a, a blog and some, I don't even remember how, I, I think it was like this podcasting class somehow passed. It was probably like the way that, um, Facebook and Google, um, they heard you say podcast. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden all yeah. the marketing people yeah, like started exactly. sending stuff my way. Exactly. So, um, I mean, I think honestly, it was just something like that. And I was like, Oh, that seems like a really good idea rather than writing and blogging. Um, yeah. Let's like get some experts on here to talk mm -hmm. about these things. And five weeks later, we published our first episode. And, so. and you have tons of episodes now. But And what are some of the things you talk about? You have kind of a lane that you are in yeah. on topics that you talk about. So share about what that is, what, you, what your lane is that you talk about. Yeah, I feel like um, we have a pretty unique thing going, you know, despite all the disability podcasts out there, we um, we're pretty unique in that field. And the feedback that we get is a deep appreciation for that, because what we do is we will take one topic that is relevant to planning the future mm. for our kiddos who have significant support needs, you know, mm. kiddos like, like ours yeah, who, right. um, will require 24 seven care. And our, our intention is for their life to be filled with purpose and dignity and meaning and safety and all the things. And it's like, well, okay, how the heck do we do that? Like, mm -hmm. how, how does that happen? And so what we do is we bring in and within the last couple of years, like we are, our podcast is known for like the quality, high quality of expert guests mm -hmm. that come onto the show. And we will take one topic, deep dive for 12 to 15 series. We've done things like diving into housing. We did a 12 part series on the um, transition plan that goes into the IEP mm -hmm. as you transition out of school services into adult services. Um, we did an entire safety series. So like, how do we keep our kiddos safe? Mm -hmm. um, we did a 12 to 15 episode series on um, health. So, you know, what about going to the dentist and what happens when you have to transition out of the pediatrician into, mm -hmm. so anyway, yes. we just take, yeah. it's like, honestly, whatever I am trying to figure out mm -hmm at the time yeah. in my own yeah. life is what ends up being the series. So we run two or three um, series per year. And it's just like a, a super, super deep dive. And if say, that's, can, a, that's a, that's a deep dive just, you know, to go into to that much detail. It's great. Yeah. And if I can't get the guests, like I always start with, 
you know, okay, what are my questions on this? Who can answer my questions on this? Who are considered like the creme de la creme in this field? And if I can't get the guests I want, we don't do that topic within mm-hmm. that series. So like it, it truly is, um, I think an incredible resource. It's like going to a conference, but you can do it from yeah. your, when you're washing your dishes. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're doing all the things you have to do as a special needs mom or dad. So yeah, that's great. Well now share about the name Loma. Mm. It's fun to answer that question because most people who listen to the show don't even know what Loma stands for. Mm-hmm. Some people think like, oh, is that a town in California or, <laughs> right. you know, what, what is right. Loma? And so I love to answer this question. And it's a reference that has been really meaningful to me over the years. And I think it's had like different aspects of importance um, as I'm journeying along in this. And so originally it was about letting go of fear. So like when you think of Caleb and Joshua, when they had the opportunity to enter the land of milk and honey, they were full of confidence and like they were the ones who were letting go of that fear. Right. So when I originally came up with the name, it's because I was beginning to fall into a place of fear. Mm. I was beginning to um, ingest and consume information that um, that made me fearful to yeah. think about Miranda's future. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be like Caleb and Joshua. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let go of my fear, trust God and his promises and enter into the land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. And it, it changes though. It, it's so neat to see how this journey into this land of abundance that God promises that there's so much to that journey. Originally, it was like letting go of the fear. And lately for me, it's been about um, collecting the manna along the way, mm-hmm. you know, just like the day-to-day provisions. Um, so I, I love like this connection to our spiritual ancestors who yeah. like are longing for this land of milk and honey and all that we learn about God as we yeah. journey toward it and, and wanting to be like Joshua and Caleb and not the other 10 spies who, you know, saw the giants in the land instead of seeing the, the good that was there. So I think that's mm-hmm. that for so many parents, it's so easy to see those giants, especially mm-hmm. these giants that we face. So I think that is a, um, I love that story. And I, I, I'm like the other parents who it originally I'd, I'd heard of your, heard of your podcast, but then I was like, I wonder what that stands for. And then <laughs> I found out. So I think that's, that is, that is so great. And, you know, how has doing this podcast helped you, you know, as a special needs mom? Um, how's that help me? Well, it's helped me gain, you know, it's kind of a funny, funny balance there. It's like, how's it helped me? And it's like, well, it's helping me gather information. Right. It's been for yeah, <laughs> information that you need, but you're willing to share it with other people. So, right. But, and you know, it's like kind of the, so that then lies in, I, I feel like this tricky area sometimes of like, where is faith? Where is, where are we trying to control, you know, how much of it is, um, 
on us to like see what God is providing us and work with that. Um, how much of it is just like blind faith. So, you know, I have to be careful sometimes with, because it's an informational podcast with the intent to help people plan for the future. Right. And I feel like the reason why most people listen to that kind of information is because they're fearful of the future yeah. and they want to have some control. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that the podcast has helped me in the way that maybe it should like spiritually, but, um, but definitely from, but like, I feel like my spiritual journey is a little separate from the podcast. Right. Yes. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. it does make sense. You know, my son uh, is now 23 will be 24 in the fall, which I can hardly even comprehend. Um, you know, I'm a solo parent. And one of those things that it always enters my, my mind is like, okay, what's going to happen in the future? Who's what, if I'm mm -hmm. not here, who's going to take care of him? And, you know, you, you and your podcast, you're in your writings and everything, you're upfront and honest about your apprehensions about your daughter's future and who's going to care for your, for your daughter and what's going to happen. So what, if you look towards her future, what is, what frightens you the most about that? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't, okay. This is going to be a bold statement. But I don't think I'm afraid anymore. Mm, that's good. And why is that? Um, I, I've seen God at work too many times. Mm. Like working things out for the good of our family. Um, it, it's that pattern of looking back at all the different times and all the different places he's shown up. Mm-hmm. And provided the manna, provided the daily provisions. Um, I mean, I think I'm worried, you know, like I, I'm right. worried about things, but that has de-escalated from fear. I, I wouldn't mm -hmm. label it fear anymore. Yeah. I, I'm feeling a little more Caleb, <laughs> Caleb-like, maybe not as bold as them, but um, definitely not like the other 10 mm -hmm. anymore. Well, and I think as we mature as parents. I mean, I remember me as a young mom, there, there were so many things around every corner that I would find frightening and scary. And I would be afraid of, but I think I'm, I'm like you in so many respects too. It's like, we've seen time and time again, where God mm -hmm. has shown up and God has provided. And we is going back and remembering those things. And then we can go, okay, if, if God did that, then he is mm -hmm. able to do this. And, um, and then, so we can kind of have a little bit more of that piece that maybe early on as a young mom, we didn't have. Do you find that for yourself too? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like our spiritual ancestors um, were no different. It, I mean, I, I think of how many times God kept telling the nation of Israel, like, remember, mm -hmm. remember what right. I remember, remember, remember. And the longer we chug along, the more content <laughs> there is to reflect back and mm -hmm. remember, um, which I think is why a podcast like yours and rising above everything that you do is so um, helpful to, I mean, all kinds of parents, but especially those who need to see examples of God's faithfulness mm -hmm. and how it's played out in the lives of people that are 10, 20 years 
ahead of them. You know, yeah. it's like you need to see it instead of seeing the giants that are very loud and right. boisterous, um, being able to see, oh, wow, look, look what God did in, mm-hmm. in Becky's family. Look how he showed up for them. Right. You know, look. So I, I appreciate this, this sh- show, your, your ministry, um, because I feel like we need more of that mm-hmm. when we are young parents. Yeah, um, I know I did. I wish that I had had more people um, speaking truth into me and saying, saying the things that I know now, you know, it's kind of like looking back at that young mom and the things that I would have said um, to myself all those years ago, like, just take a deep breath. It's really going to be okay. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be okay. right. So mm-hmm. You know, um, so, you know, I know just based on some of the things you've talked about with your podcast, you know, you talk about things getting ready for for your daughter and for the future. Are there specific things you are already putting in place for her to be prepared? She's what, 17 now, did you say? Yes, 17. What what are things that you are, what things are, are you already doing to be preparing for adulthood for her? Oh, lots. We, um. In fact, we just did an episode not that long ago. It's in January, maybe. It's called our Empty Nest Plan, our mm. five-year Empty Nest Plan. So we have a five-year launch strategy. So um, even though Miranda is going to require um, 24-7, around-the-clock significant support, my husband and I, I it, it's marked on the calendar. It, it's uh, December 31st of 2025 is when, when we retire. Um, so we have a five-year like phase in kind of strategy to get her to a place of not living independently, but living independently of mom and dad, like mm-hmm. being able to enjoy her life independent from us. So anyway, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. We can go back, we can go and listen to your, to your podcast series and hear all the different <laughs> things you're putting in place to yeah be ready for that. But I mean, those are things I, you know, that so many times we, we, it's hard to even think about, you know, what is that going to look like? What is their future going to look like once they get out of school? And so um, we'll have to send people, we'll make sure to add a link uh, to your podcast so people can be sure to especially find out, find out about that. So we talked a little bit about this, but what are, what's God teaching you right now? What are some of the things God's showing you right now? Um, back to that journeying towards the land of milk and honey, like our spiritual ancestors and how they had to collect their provisions daily. Mm -hmm. Um, They collected their manna daily. And I think it's because it's been, like I said, two years of being home intensely. Yeah. With Miranda. In fact, when we pulled her, it's because there were some very challenging and even dangerous behaviors that were beginning to um, come out. Um, You know, things that put our family in danger. Mm. Like it was intense. Um, Thankfully, we're on the other side of that. But I thought that season was only going to last for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, I would look, I would look to the finish line. Like I can make it through this day right. because I know in June she'll start. Yeah. Right. Like, 
So this I is short term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can do it because it's not for that long. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was like how I started that season of yeah. Miranda being home with me. Like I can do this because it's just for a short term. Mm-hmm. But then that finish line kept yeah, it kept moving. moving. Yeah. And listeners, you guys felt the same thing in COVID. You know, it's like, okay, they're just going to be home Two weeks. until spring break. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, wait, what? Like this is going into summer break. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. We didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that feeling of the finish line kept moving, kept moving, kept moving, kept moving. And I mentioned that I right now I think there's a finish line in the fall, but I now am in a place where I don't like, I, I don't, I haven't put anything on my calendar and it's like, maybe it's like right. with a grain of salt because where God has taken me, I mean, all kinds of places, but it's been to this concept of daily manna. Like, and explain what that means, because there are some people who are listening who are like, I have no clue what she's talking about. So what is, what mm-hmm. do you mean when you say daily manna, daily manna? So when the nation of Israel was wandering through the desert and they were hungry and they were crabby, um, God made bread fall from the sky or it was like bread falling from the sky. Um, and every morning the, they had to go out and they had to gather that manna. It was called manna. They had to go out and gather their manna. But it was only enough manna, only enough provision, only what they needed. It would only last for one day. And the next day, it would be all rotten and full of maggots. And right. it, it if, you, like, if you got it, more than what you needed, then it was no good. It would be, like you said, and, not pretty maggoty. And <laughs> if that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> so what they had maggoty. Yeah, we're going to we're going to create that word. word. Yeah. Maggoty manna. Um, So, (laughs) so what they learned was like, God provides for them what they need in that moment. And he did, he sustained them on manna for 40 years. Um, So when I think of collecting my manna, I think of like with confidence, I am now so confident because again, I can look back to the last two years and I can look back to that time when things were like scary intense, Mm -hmm. like intense to the point where it's like, do we need to be going to like an ER? Like is everybody safe Mm -hmm. right now? Um, I can look back. We're now beyond that and see like God provided for me what I needed in that day. Right. Otherwise, I want to be here right now. Right. Right. <laughs> I want to be right. sitting here right yeah. now. And so, um, yeah, just confidence that he is going to give me exactly what I need. And I had a um, a wise friend in my Bible study group. We were talking about time. So thinking of manna as time. So the provision of time. And I was like freaking out about not having time to do the things I felt like I wanted to do. And she was talking about how. God is always going to provide what we need, but it's up to us to gather it Mm. every morning Mm -hmm. and not squander it. Mm. 
Yeah. So to use wisely what he gives me and a new practice that I've picked up at the end of every day. Now I do um, a prayer of examine at the end of the day where I reflect on the day. And what's been so fascinating about that practice is I can at seven o'clock think like that was the worst day ever. Oh my gosh. I was so, oh, it was such a bad day. But then I do this prayer of examine where I start from the moment I woke up and I just talk to God about like what happened mm-hmm. during the day. And by the time I get to the current hour, seven, eight o'clock, I'm like, wow, God, you really, that's a lot of manna you gave me today. Like, thanks for that manna. Thanks for those Mm. provisions to get through the day. Um, So that's where I am now. I'm I'm collecting manna until uh, I can put my kid on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> that's great but you're not looking towards the finish line because I'm not. the finish line is going to move and even though we think it could happen in then we just we never know so I think that we've got what we need we have we've got what we need for the day exactly so I think that that is I love that that thought of doing the reflection and just looking back because I think what happens so often we as special needs parents get so caught up in the here and now and and in the hard of this life. Because the reality is it's hard. We can't sugarcoat it. We're not, we, neither one of us are sitting here going, oh, if you just look and find the good, everything's, you you know, it's the rest of the day is going to be great. No, it's going to be hard, but you can, once you do that, you start getting that joy back and you start seeing that, um, yes, it's hard, but but God showed up here. And then that joy and that peace just starts overflowing. And then do you find this in your home when you have had that reflection time? And when you have seen the good, it's affecting you. And then what happens to everybody else in your household? I mean, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so much nicer, aren't we? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's true. And then, then every, it affects everybody else. And so I think people, uh, I think people don't realize that sometimes if you, if we can be grateful and if we can really look and see where God has shown up, then yeah. it affects everybody, not just yeah. us. It overflows. Into and everything. I feel like it's not something you can force to, like, you can't force this gratefulness. Like I'm going to be grateful <laughs> and thankful. It, it's like, I think it's the practices yes. that yeah. bring us to that place, you know, different spiritual practices, different habits that we establish in our life that open the avenues for those things. You know, the prayer of examine, I, I feel is one where like that just kind of like rolls out the red carpet for us to mm-hmm. see where God has shown up during the day and collecting our manna in the morning. Um, you know, that may look like time. And it may look like going to the uh, rising above podcast app and doing your Wednesday, Wednesday, wake up, Wednesday, wake up. Like that right there is an example of you wake up and you gather your manna for the day. Like you start those practices and then, then the joy and the thankfulness, it, it just comes like you don't have to force it. And then it also, you know, we were talking about like being afraid and worried and, like when you're doing that every single day and you're realizing all the places God showed up every single day, it's like, oh, wow, that fear is starting to mm-hmm. disappear a yeah. little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so true. And and I love that that concept of the gathering the manna. It's like, you know, doing reading scripture in the morning, taking the time before your feet hit the floor and the chaos starts to go, all right, God, 
I'm going to trust in you to help me with this today. Go listening to the Wednesday, wake up on a Wednesday morning, you know, getting, mm-hmm. just getting that, that little boost that you need to keep going. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a, a great um, way to, to, to visualize what that looks like, the, the, the daily manna and how mm-hmm. we can do that day in and day out. So if you were talking to young Kim, new mom, <laughs> new getting diagnosed, you know, Miranda's just, you're finding out what's going on. What would you tell young Kim? You know, I hesitate to be honest with this question because it sounds so cliche. You know, I, it's like, what I want to hear this as young Kim, what I want to hear, you're going to like, your joy is going to overflow. Your thankfulness is going to overflow. Um, I don't know that young Kim would necessarily, I, I, I feel like young Kim needed to be held. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like young Kim just needed the opportunity to feel what she was feeling. I, you know, okay, here's what I would have told young Kim. I would have told young Kim, everything you feel is okay. Tell God about it as honestly as you can. Like, don't hold back. If you're mad, you let him know you're mad. If you're worried, you let him know you're worried. Like, take all the feelings Mm -hmm. to a place that you know is safe. Mm. A place that's not going to tell you you're not allowed to feel that way, mm-hmm. but a place or a person who is going to anchor you so that when we are flailing all over, like a place that is going to hold you tight. Mm-hmm. So while you are tantruming, you know, I picture like a parent holding a tantruming child, right? You just hold them tight, right? Like you just hold them and let them like tantrum until they finally take that deep breath. Yeah. And it's not until then that conversations even start. It's just a shh, shh, Mm -hmm. shh. That's all we need when we're young. Like Mm -hmm. when we're feeling it, like just, it's okay. It's okay. That's that's, I think that's what I would tell young Kim. Not all the cliche, like stuff that's true. Right. I mean, it's true. Like you're going to feel this joy. You're going to be like so thankful for things that you never would have been thankful. Like that is all true, but I don't think young Kim needs to hear what that. Need, I, and I couldn't agree more. I think in the moment, um, you you can't hear that. You can't, you, you just, you need to be heard. You need um, to feel like you're seen and that how you're feeling. It's, it is okay to feel that way. Um, and so I think that's, I love that to know that you, um, just to be held and go, it is, it is okay to feel the way you're feeling and, and God, God can handle it. God knows how you're feeling mm-hmm. anyway. So I think that's mm-hmm. great. That is great. Well, Kim, I am just so grateful. We could talk. I, we I've got more questions, <laughs> but our time has run out, but uh, we'll, we'll have to have a round two here sometime. Yeah, and, uh, let's do it. But I am grateful to get to know you better and get to know, um, more about your life and we'll have to connect again for sure. So Kim, where's the best place for people to find you? Well, you can find more of me than you ever would want to see in Instagram stories, because that's where I'm sharing, like in the Instagram store. I love that it disappears in 24 hours. So I probably overshare in Instagram stories. Like that is like some behind the scenes stuff going on in our day to day. 
Um, so my Instagram is journey to Loma. So that's the number two journey to Loma. So find me over there, uh, follow the Instagram stories for more than you would ever want to see. Um, for the podcast, like if you are in a place where you want to um, gather some information from some experts, um, I, like I can't even tell you how helpful these guests have been for us in coming up with um like I said, how are, what are, what are we doing? How are we planning this thing for Miranda in her future? Mm-hmm. Um, it is just a wealth of information. Like once people find it, they devour it. So mm-hmm. any podcasting app, we're on there, L-O-M-A-H, Loma, you now know what it stands for. Um, so you are like this little club of people with, uh, with some inside info. The inside um, scoop there. Yeah. Yep the insights. And then I have a website that I have. I mean, I used to blog, but I haven't, I mean, at least in two years <laughs> at home, but there's some stuff over there, but honestly, I would say Instagram and Instagram uh, the podcast and the po- yeah. podcast. Yeah. I'm on Facebook too, but I never get on there really that much anymore either. So. Well, very good. Well, thank you again. I'm so grateful and we will have to have another conversation sometime soon. For sure. Well, thank you for what you're doing. Listeners, uh, download the Rising Above uh, app and get your daily mana every Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.
Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.